Welcome to the motherhood journey. I am so glad that you're here. This is a space where we allow the daily joys and the tough moments to shape us and build us into the beautiful and powerful women that God originally designed us to be. Let's walk this out, mamas. Let's enjoy the journey of motherhood and see it as the blessing that it is. Hello, sweet mamas. I hope that you are going well. I, as for all these podcasts, just got a thought pop on my mind and I was like, I gotta share this. Definitely how the Holy Spirit works, just dropping bombs into my heart. I'm a little bit out of breath because I was just having a dance party with the Lord with all the kids in bed. And that's what made me think. I want to share with mamas. I'm so sorry, I'm out of breath. Um, the importance and power and beauty of putting fun into your day and your life. Now, you might hear this and be like, cool, but I am so overwhelmed and so overtaken by what I need to do every day. Putting fun into my life is something that I have no energy for or even have enough confidence or strength to do because I feel trampled down or discouraged or just down or sad because you feel like the world's on your shoulders and you don't have enough support or you unheard or... It's so hard to have fun and be free and strong and confident when you are not feeling valued and heard and seen. And I so get that. Um, So totally understanding if this podcast does not apply to you, but maybe for some mama out there, it could. um, Of that maybe you need to do a few things to help yourself to then be able to incorporate fun. I don't know, but um, I know that even a few weeks or maybe months ago now, I was feeling pretty overwhelmed. I felt like everything was pretty good in general. And then I'll just have these like nervous systems, um, kind of snaps or breakdowns where when everyone was yelling at me and I was multitasking so much in my mind, then I had the baby crying and then someone say something, then Brad would walk into us be like, Hey babe. And I'd be like, and I just would freeze and just like, just absolutely feel like my insides are snapping in half. Um, I found in that time that communicating really healthily with Brad that I need some more support and it wasn't even physical support but just to hear me out in that moment and give me some creative ideas, process time, emotional support um, was really helpful and I had tried to communicate that many times earlier but I wasn't coming from an angle of grace and understanding to who he was to then share myself I was bringing it in a down and discouraged way just kind of like so are you going to drop everything and help me um to someone else who has a whole nother world going on so it was really helpful um a few months ago to just recognize who he is and what he's facing and lay that down first and then bring myself in a humble way say I'm not here for you to solve all my problems or be a superhero to me but I am here to be your best friend and to be real with where I'm at in this team and this vision that we are and that we're going after um and that was just really helpful um for him to actually really hear me and that a lot of things that were going on was more how I felt about something rather than what it was instead of saying this is this, or you do this, for me to say, these circumstances make me feel this way. I want to talk to you about maybe what the reality or truth is behind that. Blah, blah, blah. So I felt like I did that a few weeks ago. And um, after just having a really healthy conversation with my husband and just feeling much more like we're a team, because um, it was really 
more a perspective shift I needed in my head more than what was physically happening because yeah there's so many ways that we're serving each other and taking care of each other which is beautiful but I just needed more of that emotional connection in that time um and then I felt like my internals were a little bit calmer so I was able to be grasping onto all the things that bring more of a sustained long life fullness and freshness and health to us which is um diving deeper in the word and really making sure I'm watching what I'm feasting on because I feel like that word keeps popping up in sermons um, and in my day of just like, what am I feasting on? Because what I'm feasting on is what will be nourishing me, what will be bringing me my vision and my my strength and my energy and my focus. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know if I've shared it on here before, I forget what I've said, but just that concept that... Um, I heard in a Todd White sermon him saying that um, we feast all day on the world and then it's as if we have a taste test of Jesus. Um, And I was just like, yes, I'm so challenged by that. I love that. I really want my mind to be feasting and thinking of God. And a huge way to do that is having my Bible open, um, bringing my thoughts constantly into captivity, having worship music on, praising him, saying, is this a faithful perspective I'm having in this circumstance? Um, But anyway, all of that had led me then to just feeling a little more capable. And then it was awesome because my capacity just grew so much when I had those two things fixed, clear and healthy communication to have support and then diving deeper into God's word and intimacy. Um, I am doing things these days with the four kids, homeschooling, cooking everything, going, whoa, like I just whipped out that really cool extra meal. And like weeks ago, I felt like I could barely get anything on the table. So it's really incredible how much you are able to do when you see clearly. Very cool. Anyway, I was just thinking um, about my days and I'm like, my days are so fun. Like I can genuinely say I enjoy my days with my kids. Every single day I have them, I'm like, this is so enjoyable. But it's not always been that case. Um, I've been through seasons throughout the last like seven years of having kids or pregnancy um, where I am feeling really run down and really overwhelmed most of my days. Um, And although there's moments of it, my general consistency is very fun and very joyful. And I think that one fun key, which is kind of just a side note to those other two points, um, but I was inspired in just then, is to try and make room for fun. I think it's easy to feel like we have a lot of jobs to do. We have a lot of little people who have loud voices who can demand all of our attention. Um, but I think something powerful to our kids is if we are enjoying life and we are enjoying, enjoying our day and our circumstances, they that is a really positive, healthy thing for them more than always having a clean house, always making sure they feel like they're having one-on-one time with you, um, making sure you take them to all those extra fun activities because they need to be in a ballet class and they need to be, I don't know, going to the park with their friends. Otherwise, their life is not good um, because they're bored and they're at home and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think I've been reflecting on just some of the things we do in our day and um, I feel like the funnest things my kids probably wouldn't even bring up and they probably wouldn't even remember. Um, when someone says, what's something fun? They'd probably think, oh, that one time we went out and got ice cream or whatever. But I know that when I experience them in those mundane fun moments, they are sometimes more lit up and more joyful and more giggly and more 
um, oh, what's it called, cooperative and at rest in those moments than when we take them out for that big event or try and give them something that then you're like, did you have a really fun time? And they're like, eh, it was okay. And you're like, what? I like bent over backwards to get this to happen and packed all of your bags and put all the shoes in and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I just was thinking that sometimes it's important to prioritize fun. And sometimes we will hear a lie in our head go, well, I don't have time. I don't have time to have fun. <laughs> but the truth is that you do have time. We all have the same amount of time, different lives and different needs and circumstances. Yes, but we all have 24 hours in our day. And so often it's discipline of ourselves that brings destruction to our lives and our days rather than a lack of time Um, and maybe incorrect perspectives that bring um, more destruction than a lack of time. Um, and doing something fun, like we just got a new huge trampoline and I've been every day going out and jumping on the trampoline with the kids at least once a day. And it's so fun. I have so much fun. I'm like giggling. I'm like, how flipping fun is jumping? And apparently it's good for you. So that's great. Um, and we play all sorts of games. I pretend to be their trampoline teacher and they all line up and follow me. And then I'm like mummy lion and I'm chasing around eating them. And I play an octopus game and it's so easy and it takes five to 10 minutes. Well, usually we do it after we do our um, school time. I just go, all right, guys, let's all run out to the trampoline. But it could be anything for you. Like we have dance parties all the time. And when kids are in here dancing to a song, they put it super loud and shut the door. They always run out and they're like, mommy, can you come dance with us? And it's so easy to say no. And every part of your flesh goes, no, I don't, I don't want to like pick myself up and be happy and excited right now. But if you just do that little yes, then you're in there and you're like swinging and swaying. Anyway, I love having dance parties with my kids all the time. Um, and even just then, I was doing the dishes and Flo's finally gone to sleep. And she's not been sleeping for the last two to three weeks at night till like 10 p.m. I cannot do anything to get her to sleep. And I was saying to Brad before dinner, I was like, babe, I'm done. I'm so tired. Like, I just need to go to bed. And he was like, all right, babe, like, that's good. We should get you bed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm now have all my kids in bed. My house is a mess, so I need to clean it. <laughs> so I will stop this and go clean it. And I was literally had my gloves on and I was washing the dishes and I was going, Lord, I just want to engage with you right now in some way, but I need to do these dishes. Um, and I just had this little voice that was like, go dance with me. Like, just go dance. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to pause this. Turn on, put on a song that I love right now on Google and just dance to the Lord. For what? How long does the song go for? Six minutes? Dance for six minutes. And then while dancing, I was like, oh, I got to chat to the mamas. And so I just sat down, paused the song, sat down on my couch. I'm chatting to you. I've now chatted to you for 10 minutes. I'm going to try and wrap it up. And then I'm going to go back and do dishes. But because I chose to do something that was fun and that gave energy and life and fulfillment to me, it then birthed forth more fruit. Um, And I think if we can choose to deny our flesh and just pursue fun, which might be sitting and doing painting alongside your kids rather than doing that errand you wanted to do, or my daughter always asks for picnics and go, okay, we'll go and set up a whole picnic in the backyard rather than me just giving you your food on the deck while I do something else. Like just saying yes to fun and intimacy and connection could birth so much more energy and life in you than if you just gave in to um, 
doing what you might feel needs to be done in that moment. Um, last thing I'm going to say, I also had this really cool point that was saying when you have rest time, make sure you're doing something that actually gives health and life to you so that when your rest time is done, you actually can give back to the team that you're on rather than continue to take from it because you're exhausted. So I was just really inspired by that because I think often what we desire when we're tired is to just lie down, zone out, scroll, which there's a place to enjoy Instagram and YouTube and whatever you're into, um, if you're making sure it's a healthy source. But when I heard that, I was like, oh, I'm so, oh, sorry. So what they were saying was, if you do those things though, after you get up off the couch or you just go and buy that coffee or whatever it is, and then you come back to the chaos or the same people, or the same needs, how do you feel? Do you feel ready to now give? Do you feel full of energy to continue to serve and show them what it means to actually rest and then be a greater version of yourself? Or do you show up being like, oh, I feel even more tired now. I do not want to give or put the kids to bed or whatever it might be. Um, And I was like, I really love that. I really love that you can use your time wisely and put into activities That might be journaling, reading the word, sitting, meditating with the spirit, putting on worship, going for a walk in nature, chatting to a good friend, doing things that actually really uplift and give energy and life to you so that once you're done resting, you're ready to give more. And I think doing things in your life that is fun is really empowering. Um, And I think that mums can often think you either live a life for you, which might be, I don't know, pursuing a career or having girls nights or whatever, or you're just giving to your kids, but it just doesn't have to be that way. You can be in the mundane of being at home every day. I've not had a car for like over three months. I've been pretty much, unless my husband drives us somewhere, or I can borrow my mother-in-law's car for a little errand, which I then have to take just one kid with me. I pretty much just at home every day, all day with all the kids. Um, And yes, there definitely were hard moments, but it enabled me to not be using other things in life to distract me from actually knowing how to steward my own life and enjoy my own life and actually just pursue what are ways we can make this day fun like we have the script we can write it we can put in our own interests and our own hobbies to do with the kids you can set the normal for your kids if you want to work out every day they can call all over you while you work out if you want to sit and journal or have your coffee quietly on the deck you can train them that they need to stay inside not easy And I have found I do a rest time for my kids because my two-year-old, four-year-old and six-year-old all don't nap. So I do a rest time every day just after lunch where they need to stay in the lounge room or stay on the deck. We alternate and they listen to audio stories, read books, play with trains, whatever, but it's quiet time and they can't come into mummy. Every single day, they come into me. Every day. Every day they come in to ask for food. Every day they come in, even though they've just had lunch. Every day they come in to ask me a question about something, want to show me something, hurt themselves. They come in every day, multiple times through the rest of time. But every day I am saying, nope, it's not time to talk to mummy. Back you go. This is your rest time and mummy's time to rest. And I train them in that. And it's been years, years that these guys have been doing this. Except for my two-year-old obviously is new to it. Um, And they still come in. So I'm not saying these things are easy or that they just suddenly work, but they're worth putting into place to set out your day of what you want it to be and start training your kids because eventually they will get it because my six-year-old doesn't come into me anymore, just my four-year-old and my two-year-old. So they'll get there. Um, But 
I just want this to be a message of empowerment that you just, you're not trapped, mama, and you're not stuck in something that is just permanent servitude and you are a servant and it is just so hard. You truly can have a really fun and empowering life bringing your kids alongside you. And yes, it might look different, but I do believe if you seek Holy Spirit for the gold and beauty in this time, not only can he transform the way you see it, for you to love it, but also show you the hidden beauties and gold that you can bring into this time so that it can be truly enjoyable for you as an individual, as well as being a mama. Um, I'm just going to pray for you guys and we will chat next week. Um, Lord God, thank you for these moms. Thank you, Lord, for life and for the gift of motherhood and for our kids. Thank you, Lord, that every child is a miracle and that the life we're living is someone else's dream. And um, we have so many opportunities to be thankful and to enjoy it. Um, I pray you inspire all of us with creativity. Um, I can struggle so much with creativity sometimes when I'm faced with a circumstance. I just feel like there's a big brick wall there. But you, Holy Spirit, have all the ideas of life in the world. So we come to you, God, and we pray, show us. Show us how to reinvent motherhood. Show us how to reinvent our days and our time and our our moments together so that we can bring this richness to our kids that show them that we know the secret of being content in all times, that Christ is enough. You, God, are enough to be our strength, to enjoy our days and not drag our feet along as we don't want our kids to. May we be great role models of strength, of energy, of health, of passion. We need it from you, though, Lord, because we cannot muster it up on our own. We love you, God, and we give ourselves to you. If you enjoyed tuning in today, subscribe here and connect with me over on Instagram where you can DM me or find my email as I'd love to connect deeper and pray with you.